0: Heaven, hi! Welcome to the Rum Doings podcast. Heaven, to bother joining us. Hi,
1: welcome to Rumdoings Doings.
0: Am I allowed to wish you a happy Hanukkah this much before sunset?
1: Am I allowed to wish you a happy Kwanzaa this much before you get enough melanin to deserve it? No, you're not. Okay. Um, So, are you looking forward to crimpo?
0: (laughs) <laughs> Crimbo, not Grimball.
1: Ah, a little, a little twist at the end uh, there. Uh, yeah, no,
0: it? I'm looking forward to it as much as ever.
1: Which means, what, what, did you have something against the birth of baby Jesus?
0: Yes. What, what, exactly? It's a week, of, sun, a week of Sundays. <laughs> you make that sound as if it were a problem. It is a problem. Why are, do you hate Sunday, why do you hate the Lord's Day so much? Because everything's broken and rubbish and no one opens their shops properly and does stuff and everyone's busy and I've got a three-year-old to entertain. Really? Yes, really. (laughs) What's going on in the background there? What's that? It's Father Christmas! Well, little boys and girls, we have a special visitor for you today on the podcast. We
1: do, we, we do. (laughs)
0: <laughs>
1: there you go <laughs> what is going on it's the crimble podcast so there are sleigh bells and father christmas it's going to be a very sad christmas because indeed when you hear last christmas you will remember that it was for him anyway that's true we've yeah. got
0: to do the topic go on then shall i yeah rumdoings episode 246 podcast at rumdoings.com and the topic today is with the passing of Keith Chegwin, is light entertainment finally gone forever? Did you feel sad? Be honest. Don't be. No, right. not at all. Until no. I started reading the little tributes of his friends, and they just like it was people being sad about someone they genuinely cared for. That was a bit sad. He didn't, Other than that, he didn't blessed.
1: seem to be a, a bad person, did he? No,
0: no. He didn't have to have a cream tea.
1: No, and I mean, apparently the way he died seemed to be quite unpleasant with his lung basically turning into sawdust. It didn't, didn't seem to be that nice, did it? By the no. way, by the way, John, season's greetings. We have been sent... Happy post- holidays. Postcards. No. We have actually written with pen and ink. Shall Green I read... Green
0: pen and ink?
1: Well, this one's blue. It got a bit smudged, but it has come all the way from Canada, and I know it's come from Canada because... The stamp on it says Canada and it has a picture of a
0: moose on it. <laughs> That's as Canadian as you can be. Yeah. Does the mo- is the moose eating
1: some maple syrup? Uh, the moose is eating some maple syrup and is mounted on the back of a horse with a red hat.
0: Good. Okay.
1: Excellent. Shall I read it to you? And, and no, on the picture. There's,
0: don't. There's a tear it up. Let's listen to you tearing it up.
1: There's okay. a photograph of the group of seven, which is some mountain, snow clouds, Lake O'Hara... It's oil on pressed cardboard, apparently, the original picture.
0: But not the postcard.
1: No, it was donated by the Ontario Heritage Foundation in 1988.
0: You could, that would the, be quite po- It's an oil cardboard. painted
1: postcard. Yes. <laughs> uh, anyway, here it goes. Hello, Nick and John. Hi. I'm, I'm glad to see who came first. Um, enjoying your show. Coming
0: first is nothing to be proud of, Nick.
1: <sighs> enjoying your show. I'm writing from Canada. I don't miss anything about England at all, but listening to you talk has a redemptive effect on my relationship to England. Something to do with hearing you two mock the inherent silliness of all British culture, fetishizing M&S, Brexit, holidays, desultory Sunday roast dinners, etc. Somehow makes me feel closer to home. I also enjoy that Nick is always really – oh, I don't know if I'm going to read this one. I also Come enjoy that, that Nick is always really wrong. John <laughs> is always slightly wrong, but Nick always wins arguments because he's better at, which is crossed out, more and then it's written, more opportunistic in hammering Jay over slight inconsistencies. Keep it up. <laughs> Did you enjoy that? That is an accurate portrayal of our relationship. Yes. So this here is another postcard. Who's it from? Who's it from? Ah, that's the thing. It's not signed. What? Here is another postcard. I think. It's, I think. You know, we're very senile old men now. Hmm. I think sometime in the last millennium, we asked people to send us anonymous postcards or something, and some people have actually done it.
0: I don't, I don't imagine... Now, I... Th- I'm wearing an M&S jumper for that previous writer, though, today. <laughs> Thank you. So they could feel at home. Yeah. Now, I've also received another card,
1: uh, and it is uh, stamped from Dorset and Southwest Hans. I notice it has a Wallace and Gromit stamp on it, Ooh. But, but it's a second-class stamp, so I think you can see what they think of us, whoever yeah, this person uh-huh. is. Right. Uh, And it says, greetings from an anonymous listener who lives in Pokesdown in Bournemouth. So there you are. That is the totality of the postcard. What? Yes. A waste
0: of a second class stamp.
1: So if anybody else would like to send us a postcard, you can send it to my office address again if you'd like, which is 24 Ganton Street, London, W1F7QJ. That's W1, F for Foxtrot, 7, Quebec, Juliet. Thank you, and I look forward to seeing the avalanche, like that kid who had the terminal illness thingy and got all the cards and then was very happy because he was made better, but the card still came and then he got sad. Remember that one? No. Well, people know what I'm talking about. It's There's a very the kids, old story.
0: Did you see the bullied kid on Twitter yesterday? I saw a headline
1: that mentioned bullied kid and I decided not to click on it. Do tell.
0: I only saw, I was looking at the timeline of um, uh, the the Captain America man, whatever that actor's called. Um, I I think it's called John Gilgood. That's the one. And he was tweeting that this kid who's been bullied could come to the Avengers premiere with his mum. And apparently a lot of celebrities got on on board with this. And the next thing that happened was that turns out his mum is a virulent racist.
1: Okay, but what's that got to do with the kid?
0: He sends out, well, it's a bit, it just means the mum has to come with him. So? And <laughs> she doesn't seem so, so particularly you, lovely sort. Maybe so Maybe bl- she's the, the reason he's being bullied. That's right. what I'm arguing.
1: Oh, so you're, you're a victim blamer, are you? And you blame no, a for sins, sins of mum, a mother. Sins of the a mother victim and victim blamer. blamer. Right, so you're, you're blaming the kid for the blaming. So
0: the kid's getting bullied because of his mum. I'm not saying he is. I'm saying I'm saying that could—that's a possibility. You're such a
1: victim blamer.
0: How am I blaming the victim? It's the victim's mum.
1: Uh, uh, you, you disgust me. I aim to. I'm going to have to concern troll about you for the rest of the day. I'm afraid, John. I'm already. I don't know what concern troll is. Tell me. It's where you basically you decide that you are going to be disgusted and concerned and angry on behalf of somebody else who hasn't actually asked for your concern in that regard. Uh, A very good example of this is, do you remember the kimono exhibition at a museum? I think it was in America. And then suddenly, a bunch of people started protesting and saying, "This is disgusting cultural appropriation." Blah blah blah. Because <laughs> the people got to try on kimonos or so on. And then the Japanese people who had actually put together this um, <laughs> this display said, "No, thanks. We, thanks. We 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 don't need you riding into our angry defence. Thank thanks so much. Thanks so that's for help, of, though. That's concern trolling. So I'm going to concern troll." about about you i'm going to go and say i'm really concerned that john is effectively victim blaming this poor little kid and his much misunderstood mother i am of
0: concern there's no question about that
1: it was quite funny the other evening we were i was at uh, i was at my grandmother's uh, flat as you know because she heard her back and was making dinner and we turned we'd we'd watched these the strictlys and then i switched to another channel uh and it had um uh, I have uh, an old? Have I got news for you on it? You know, Dave plays. Have I got news from 1827? I did and, not know that. And okay. and and it was on. And it, it, and do you know who? Which cheeky chappy was on the panel for that day? It was again. It was from a couple of years ago. Nigel Farage. Uh-huh. And as soon as his face appeared, my grandmother said, "Turn it off! Turn it off! Turn it off!" Like she <laughs> she was in more pain than when her back was being given. And it it did bring back to mind. You know, remember he was. The cheeky chappy on on the quiz shows. Oh yeah, thank that. Thanks, thanks, Telly, and everything for 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 uh, delivering unto us the final result of that policy. Thanks, thank you, thank you so much.
0: It is. We are historically bad at this. See also Boris Johnson. See also everyone ever.
1: Yeah. Why? Why do you actually think that that happens? I I have two theories. And I think they're both probably party correct. The first is, um, A, they are mildly interesting characters because, if you remember, the general milieu of these programs is wet left. Uh, Mm -hmm. So if you get the slightly naughty right winger on who is able to string a few sentences together and is cheeky, it provides a useful contrast both just to provide a bit of grit to the programme and also to show that you're fair and balanced. So you get you kill two birds with one stone. And I think that's what they do with people like Farage and Johnson. They say, well, look, you see, we're not what everybody accuses us of. And also it provides a fun contrast to uh um, leftist huffing that otherwise would be the totality of the show. Uh, and, of course, because of that, these people then are rebooked again and again because they do good telly and then we get Brexit or Boris Johnson.
0: Well, Was that two theories or just one? It, it, was, it was two theories for
1: why you would get uh, an unpleasant right-wing demagogue on your otherwise liberal programme. One is for the political kudos that it gets you for the balance and the other is just it's a, it's a good aesthetic balance. It, it provides a little bit of uh, grift for the human mill. I have a third theory. Go on then, uh, your third theory. Uh, sorry, am I boring you?
0: Yeah, well picked up on. Good work. Yeah. My third theory is that they—it's a, a hubris on the part of programmes like Have I Got News For You that think they are of such um, huge sp- satirical edge mm-hmm. that uh, they can take these people down; that they won't survive the humiliation that they'll provide them when they have them on. I think there's that sense of hubris too. Oh, Father Christmas, do you agree?
1: <laughs> he does. He Father Christmas says that he found um, Nigel Farage's witty little quip about the immigrants on Have I Got News For You very funny, actually.
0: I was I was about to raise, has Has Father Christmas shown up in any of these uh, Me Too's yet?
1: Oh, he must have. Mrs Claus is finally speaking out. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yes, I think... I think. Yeah, that really sounds like somebody who should be on Utre. I'm
0: um, not saying Utre, I'm saying me too. I, I didn't go. No, I, I, I think I, it's too I, obvious. I think the Santa is a pedo. It's too easy.
1: So you think, actually, Santa, yeah, I think Santa is probably actually quite repulsed by children, but he, he does like uh, a, lay, a, a certain sort of uh, needy lady who sits on his knee after it's appropriate.
0: <laughs> i, I, I was just wonder where the cutoff for the appropriateness of that is anyway
1: well what is no let, let, well we need the cutoff now just just as there is a, a fairly arbitrary but societally required i guess age of consent what is what is the age of consent uh, what is the inverse age of consent when you're allowed to sit on santa's knee w- without it being a problem uh seven really so judith is not allowed to sit on santa's knee now because she's no. just turned eight no And because she's a shiksa. No, she's a shiksa. She's allowed to sit on Santa's knees. You get it completely the wrong way around. (laughs) Oh, you're so right. I was thinking, I was thinking, uh, bitch is a very nice word, a very useful word for when you want to be nasty. But A, of course, it's problematically gendered. And B, it's unfortunately gendered. Because actually, what do we have against female dogs in particular? So I was thinking, if you want to have a gendered insult, Surely you should say something where the actual female of the species is genuinely unpleasant and does things that the males don't do that are unpleasant. Like, for example, mosquito. Most of the mosquitoes, if not all of the mosquitoes, that uh, bite you are ladies. So surely instead of calling somebody uh, who is a lady a bitch, you should call her a mosquito. But then it ends in an O, which implies male. So we should say mosquita. Can we have well, that
0: arranged? Is, are there separate names for lady and boy Mosquitoes? I don't think so, but I'm just I'm gonna, gonna have to find say out.
1: I'm gonna say Mosquita just to make it make that the lady mosquito. That's Fair enough. Mr Mosquito and Ms. Mosquita. I think that that'll do. If anybody has any other good ideas for uh, a word as satisfying as bitch that isn't problematically gendered, then do do email in podcast at rumdoings dot com uh, What about co- stinky poo poo face? No, it's not. It does. You see, there's something about the itch. It starts with a nice, pleasant, b- and then it goes, e- and then t- it's like firing. <laughs> it's like firing an arrow at somebody, isn't it? So we need, we need. It's an not equi- a
0: word that's in my vocabulary.
1: Uh, no, and to be fair, I've mostly heard women say it about other women. But of course,
0: that doesn't make. Well, uh, I'm not gendered pretending like my vocabulary is some uh, beautiful example of uh, Of forward thinking. Of Christliness. Christliness. It is. Yeah. It's Christliness. Um, and it is, for some I think, where I'm happy to say the C word for jokes, I don't tend to say the bitch for jokes. No. Well, what's, what, what's
1: interesting is somebody made the point to me, arsehole feels gendered, doesn't it? If you call somebody an arsehole, it's far more likely to be a male, isn't it? Oh, that's interesting. Yes, I suppose so. It is. And which is odd, because we've, 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 we've all got them. Oh, don't be silly. Ladies don't have bottom holes. Exactly. They don't need one. They've already got the cloaca exactly
0: <laughs> mm. yeah yes have you uh, does judas still listen to the daddy radio because no, i can imagine
1: at this no, point. No, no 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 she doesn't she'll she'll be listening again when she's 42 yes uh
0: can i the can age i of, the
1: age of consent can i ask you about the bench please oh that's a strange one isn't it well i showed it to all my family and did they all immediately say oh god has such on son died well, that was the implication. Yes. yes. I mean, my brother said, hold on, isn't that what you get? Like you say, oh, he used to so much like watching traffic here until, ironically, a car knocked him over or something. It's uh-huh. that, kind of the implication
0: you get from that. It was my first thought, too.
1: But his, but, but his wife, Liana, on the other hand, said, no, uh, I think it's a very nice idea. Um,
0: well, yes, exactly. So, okay, so okay, And I guess put- both are true. For the listener who, for some reason, doesn't follow me on Twitter.
1: How dare they? I know. you, you uh, probably, Let's be honest, you probably block the listener knowing you. Oh, yes. Well, they are
0: awful. Yeah. Um, I was uh, once born. That's where, where the story you? starts. Okay. Well, no, actually, the story starts at the Big Bang, if you want to go back a bit <laughs> further. But we, we'll, we'll fast forward from there. The, uh, so, so, so there's a bench on the high street in the little town in which I live, where Toby likes to sit and watch the traffic go by.
1: The Brexitville
0: um, Bypass. That's right. Mm-hmm. And he likes to see buses, and he hopes that the buses will turn down that road. It used to be a two-way road. Last year they made it one way, which has obviously reduced the sport quite tragically. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're very lucky, uh, you might see a, a truck with a, something on the back go past, or even an ambulance. Ooh. Toby is just now, and I mean, I mean, in the last week, just now, understanding that an ambulance with its flashing lights and sirens on—the best form of ambulance—also does have some negative connotations. Oh, really? The, the 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 edge is just being worn off the joy of seeing the seeing the flashing blue lights and hearing the sirens at this point. Uh, and what does he what does he say that the the, the problem is? Well, let me tell you what happens takes place in the back of an ambulance. Oh, you've told him, have you? That's a nice. Per- no, he's told me. Oh, okay. Go on then. A person goes into the back of the ambulance and then they drink all of the cowpole until they're better.
1: <laughs> right. So the ambulance is basically like an ice cream truck, but uh, the tanks <laughs> are filled of
0: cowpul. That's right. And you get to drink as much as you like. And <laughs> you So, an uh,
1: so actually, ambulances are not a, ta- a, a bad place. They're a place of of uh, vitality and vim. Exactly. You get to so drink there you all go. of the cowpole. Um, but he's worried does about sound, how much you give
0: there is someone in need of Calpol in a uh, in an ambulance. That's so he's just beginning to understand that it's not just a show for him to watch. <laughs> it's not just the Toby Light show, exactly. Mm. So uh, we sit there an and needle watch pulling thread. A, it is a pe- thank you. It is a peculiar bench in that it doesn't seem to serve a purpose. There's no. <laughs> no. Um, it's um, not a great lookout. There's no facilities nearby. There's no bus stop. There's no there's no real understood reason understood reason for this bus to this this uh, this bench to exist. However, it's his favourite bench, so he's. T- started to consider it his, as Toby's bench. Right. It's almost never being sat upon because there's no reason for people to sit on it. <laughs> no, so of he'll not. often say, can we sit on my bench when, we, when Toby and I walk into town? And the answer is always yes, because there's nobody else there. Exactly. So we sit on the bench and, and we watch the in, in all weathers mm-hmm. um, and then we go, before we go to the coffee shop. So, a needle pulling thread. Mm. A friend of ours noticed this and decided, just because they're kind and mm-hmm. wanted to do a nice thing for our family... Mm -hmm. um to see if they could get this bench dedicated for toby right uh and she started this process in march okay that's how long it took well because no one knew who owned the bench no but that's the fascinating thing i mean i wouldn't
1: know where to begin with uh so i assume she just owned the council initially
0: so she went to the town council and they Mm -hmm. said oh it's not our bench sorry so she went to the the, the the little Baptist church, the bench is in front of, and they said it's nothing to do with us. Is it on public land? It's on the high, It's on the the pavement out uh, out front uh, on the high street. So yes.
1: So as far as you, I mean, no, but sometimes you don't know these days. Bits of land well, sure. are privatized, and well, then the, and the, the yeah. church
0: it's immediately in front of said it's nothing to do with them.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Um, the council so said she, it's
1: nothing to do with them.
0: So I think she went to Baines, the broader uh, council, for the whole area and they said nothing <coughs> to do with them and no one to go in a ship of the bench
1: right so okay, well, i guess it
0: she... is tony's <laughs> tony's what? Tony he sees, Hello.
1: he sees tony now yes i guess it is tony's bench
0: he uh so she eventually got canesham town council to just agree it was theirs so, really yeah they just how decided old is this i mean is this a really old bench are you, is it decaying i mean it's not new it's not old it's a sort of just an ordinary bland looking bench next to room. a bin But someone somewhere installed this bench. Yes, but no one knows who or when. It didn't just precipitate out of the carbon dioxide in the air. Or perhaps Toby willed it into existence. Yes. So great was his need to see ambulances. But there, so there it is. So now it has a little plaque on it saying the bench is dedicated to Toby. And it's all in the present tense. Who arranged the plaque? So this is our friend Katie. No, but I mean, who allowed the plaque? Like I say, the town council eventually took
1: ownership. So they took ownership of the bench and then said, OK, you can screw a plaque into it. I mean, how does that work?
0: Well, no, they screwed the plaque on. So this became even more complicated for Katie because she needed to have the plaque be screwed. She wanted to reveal it to us Mm -hmm. in a surprise. Mm -hmm. But she had so therefore it had to go on at a certain time where we wouldn't see it. And indeed, so this Saturday morning was the reveal. Mm-hmm. Um Friday afternoon, Toby and I almost so very nearly did sit on that bench, but we were running a bit late, so we had to go past it. But we looked, we would have seen, we would have noticed. Mm-hmm. So she managed to convince the council to put this plaque on on fr- Friday evening after we would have been there.
1: Wow, I'm sure there's nothing better the council can do in these age of soup kitchens and Brexit. Yeah.
0: Uh, well, it, very... is, it is running. Uh, there is a soup kitchen in town too. There's not. Uh, it, it hasn't no, replaced no, the option.
1: No, no, no. The soup kitchen closed down for oh, no. and all the staff were screwing in a plaque. Oh
0: no, I had no idea. I've got a genuine question
1: about this yeah. though, because you can't just.
0: You can't judge me just by this because it was a, su- a confusing I mean, surprise to me as much as anyone else.
1: No, but you can't just ask the council to screw a plaque into something. Why there not? must be some arrangement where you get you pay for its upkeep or you. I mean, what? But why? Why? It costs.
0: We know it costs money because a bunch of friends contributed to yeah, it. Yeah, but I, we have no I, idea I how know, much.
1: I know the plaque costs money, but the right to have the plaque on the bench—I don't know. You know, can I go there? Can I, can I get a plaque made and ask them to screw one in next to Toby's tomorrow? And no. they do it for free? Toby's
0: bench, how dare you?
1: This is still very confusing. It's like he staked, his claim. It's like he staked his claim to a bench that nobody knew anybody owned. Yes. The, the council agreed to use their labour to screw a plaque into it, and now what? I don't know. I don't know. It's this so is actually, weird. This is more confusing than the, uh, the, 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 the uh, island border. Imagine how Problem. confusing
0: it was to be asked to just Katie saying, Oh, can you meet us in town mm-hmm. on Saturday morning? Yeah. So we go there and we're walking down the street and then we I look up and there's a whole bunch of friends, some I hadn't even haven't seen for years, mm-hmm. and balloons and the bench is decorated with Christmas lights and a bow and cushions. Was Tobias with you? Yes.
1: Mm hmm. And and I imagine he was annoyingly underwhelmed. That's what kids. Of you
0: course, know. of course, he didn't. Uh, he had the faintest idea what was happening. Yeah. Uh, he under, but then later, funnily enough, he remembered it in, in great detail. He remembered the crowds and the, and the, and they the sang a little song, and then he he now th- genuinely thinks it's his bench.
1: Yeah, which it basically is.
0: Yeah. So it's uh, it, it was a very strange moment in our lives because we have an excellent friend who is, is equally strange. <laughs> You know, you you could have actually said that your
1: family had installed the bench uh, a generation previous or something like that, and it is your bench, and the okay. council would have probably believed you.
0: But again, I had no part in this, so I couldn't
1: have said something. No, but I mean, she could have said, you know, she had, she would have known that before that nobody knew who owned the bench. She could have said, oh, it was actually installed by the Walkers a generation ago, and they'd love to put a tribute on the on it, the, and they would have believed us. Oh, yeah, well, obviously the Walkers put the bench there, fine. It is kind of their bench.
0: Well, properly. it worked out in the end, anyway. So, what an extraordinary and strange thing! Um, is it, is Laura, that... Laura thinks he's going to get bullied at school for having a bench. I don't think I can't see any.
1: Really well, let me put it this way. Bullying. Let me put it this way: there'll be plenty of other things to bully him for before exactly. they get down to the bench. Come on, yeah. have have faith in the abilities of uh, Britain's youth. They will find other other much more plausible things. What bench boy? Yeah, ben- bench boy uh, plucky they'll call him <laughs> yeah. I mean it's more the if, if he's still the sort of person when it comes to sort of primary school or high school who likes to sit down and watch buses then you'll get the bullying for that but not the bench on which exactly, he sits Yes. yes yeah, yeah. Are, are you going anywhere over crimbo no 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 I mean, I know you mentioned it before, but I thought maybe you changed your mind and were going back to Lapland or something. No, you went to Lapland for Crimbo last time. We if you went remember.
0: Uh, uh, the week before last year. Yes,
1: you you did, and so you're not you're not returning.
0: No. <laughs> it's by the not way, an interesting conversation. You know, I'm not.
1: I don't know. I thought you might decide to emigrate there or something. Yeah, well, actually i maybe. Oh, by the way, this. The um, hold on. Where is it? I, 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 this, this sound is apparently, uh, Sunday church ambiance. Do you want to hear to Sunday church ambiance? Yes,
0: please.
1: <laughs> this is outside your bedroom at seven a.m. on a Sunday. <laughs> I love bells. You see, you don't like the bells, do you?
0: No. Well, that's fair. Uh, and it annoying. just carries on, doesn't it? It's okay. It's but not. It, dang 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 yeah. Yeah. The dang ding dang ding da lang dang da dong dong and then someone saying apparently that's a tune.
1: But but notice it's continuing, doesn't that it doesn't it become annoying at some point?
0: I think you can tune it out eventually, can't you?
1: I mean what is that um what oh elves laughing high pitch. Ready?
0: What are we where is this coming from? Have you bought yourself a sound a CD? <coughs>
1: no yeah i bought no i bought myself a sound 78 shellac i'm changing discs rapidly over here it's like (laughs) i'm joking of course it's an edison cylinder
0: of course
1: i wouldn't go for these new fangled discs because they have problems when you get to the inner grooves it's not as high fidelity as a an edison cylinder where it's linear oh dear me any any beliefs that the new year is going to be better than the old year or we just plod along as we have been
0: uh, no. Why would it be any better? It's going to be worse, isn't it?
1: Well, Brexit's only finally supposed to happen in twenty nineteen, so maybe it'll be the calm before the storm.
0: Oh, maybe maybe we'll have a little uh, a little. Just we'll all get together and just some blitz spirit. Yes. Yeah.
1: Is I mean Philip will go next year. We can agree to that. Yes.
0: Of course, Trump dies next year as well, which is going to be good.
1: Uh, yeah. Well, what, oh, you're looking forward to President Pence,
0: are you? I'm uh, um, looking forward to Trump dying. It's a
1: bit nasty. I know,
0: I don't really mean. I'm looking I would yeah, I don't even mean it. It felt like a rude thing to mm. say. I I would like him to stop being the president of America. I'd like would, a nice person to I be president. I wouldn't.
1: I think I think it's very useful that he's the president of America. I don't want President Pence to be the president at all. I, think well, no, I don't be want awful. Pence. Yeah,
0: I don't want a nice person.
1: Well, President Pence will be the president.
0: No, he's going he'll die too. They'll die in the same fight.
1: <laughs> They'll fisticuffs Yeah. Oh my goodness! Um, no, I, I think sometimes having a bad face on bad policies is useful. Problem with Obama is he was a pretty face on sure, quite a few bad policies. Sure, but at the same time,
0: those policies are beginning to get in. Eh, not really. It's beginning to succeed. I don't know. The I Muslim ban know. is in place, and everyone's gone. Oh, okay.
1: It's not really been a reaction to it, not quite in place. I mean, the 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 tax thing's a bit rubbish, but that's fine, because actually that's going to screw them up badly because they're going to get such terrible deficits because of it. And then the deficit hawks in the Republican Party will eventually not be able to shut up about it. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with regard to that, because they're screwing themselves up badly in a sense with the uh, with the uh, give the tax cuts to the rich plan. Um, it was quite stupid of them because they could have given the tax cuts to the rich but actually smuggled in a lot of popular um, middle and working class initiatives as well but they, they couldn't be asked. They're so greedy and thought they could get away with it. They didn't even need to window dress it properly.
0: Like, They're the horrid. They're horrid people.
1: Do you often go shopping in pound stores?
0: No, I have but not often.
1: No, I was just thinking, uh, they are quite depressing places, aren't they?
0: Well, they, they either sell things where they are marked up to cost a pound and therefore aren't really mm. of useful quality, or they're things that cost a lot less than a pound everywhere else you go. Yeah. So that's, or, that con of pound stalls annoys me enormously when they say, oh, look, all these shampoos are a pound, and you go, and you go, you go into Sainsbury's and then they're 80p.
1: Yeah, or, or there's a... Uh, then they'll have about three or four loss leaders in the whole shop.
0: Yes, of course.
1: Stuff that's about to go stale. And then, yeah, that. so no, I was just thinking about them and I, I suddenly felt a bit depressed when I thought about a pound store. I don't know why.
0: I don't, it's the, it's just shoddy stuff. I mean, it's useful. There is stuff you can be smart about buying in a pound store. There is stuff that where the, mm. the supermarkets will charge you £2.50. Mm. But, I suppose so. Yeah, See, if you're smart, you can use them well.
1: Talking about pound stores, do you have any incandescent light bulbs left in your house? Because I, I as I said, I was at my grandmother's and I was changing a light bulb of hers at a person. She's got a big box of old-fashioned incandescent light bulbs, which obviously had been panicked bought at some point. And I wondered whether anybody under the age of 90 still has them in their homes. Do you?
0: No, I don't think there are any mm. left. Not You've even one. The, do the, those little ones that set into the ceiling, do they count?
1: It depends um if you've already if they're halogen, then I would say yes, they do count um we've replaced all of those with l e d ones, but you have to actively replace them, and they only became available really affordably a couple of years ago, so if they were put in before then you're probably yeah, so still probably some still, left then you're still murdering the planet
0: good well, did you see the someone it was it wasn't just it was proven that the bitcoin has eradicated ten years worth of e u efficient light bulb savings.
1: I don't think that would be... Pr- well, maybe.
0: Someone I know looked into it for themselves, did the maths themselves, because like, oh, they assumed it was just rubbish. Turns out that yeah. it's actually true. Bitcoin is so hideously... In, in not, inefficient. Not,
1: necess- not necessarily, because a lot of the Bitcoin mining that happens happens in China by... Um, uh, and I know in particular that they build a lot of the mining operations near uh, hydroelectric plants, so they get power from water, so your friend needs to include that in his calculations i don't Can
0: understand you- bitcoin on any level it's basically a way
1: of creating a system that allows you to validate through cryptography that other people transacted what they said they transacted and in order to do in order to provide value to the system you need to Give a lot of computing power to uh do work out a very complicated encryption algorithm which then adds to the value of the system and you then get rewarded by having that slot as a valuable position as a reward basically where as far is the, as, as where far as I can tell the value is in the blockchain it's a, the value is in the process of using a publicly uh, available uh, highly uh, reliable, well, reliable in a sense of that you you can't really forge it. System to validate that transactions have happened without having to use a middleman like a bank or an escrow holder or something like that. So the the value isn't in the particular bitcoin itself. The value of the bitcoin to the person is just it's like a thank you for helping to build the system, which is then uh, used to validate transaction financial transactions really it's so if you if people are interested in bitcoin don't your 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 uh, your mistake has been fixating on the specific bitcoin which is just a particular uh, algorithmic uh, e- equation that it uses you should really be focusing on what's useful about blockchain technology so if you're looking up a wikipedia article trying to find out what's useful look up blockchain don't look up bitcoin and then that might give you a better idea
0: well tell us what's useful about blockchains
1: um it
0: allows as i said it allows for a
1: widely distributed publicly um produced uh, system that can validate transactions have happened when people have said they've happened for the amounts they've said they've happened without requiring uh to to trust anybody's word about it. At the moment, if I say I've transferred five pounds into your account, into your bank account, Mm -hmm. uh, where's the the validation that I've done that? Well, basically, a database entry is changed in my account and a database entry is changed in your account. That's all that's happened. Um, And it requires a bank to hold a database at my end and it requires your bank to hold a database at your end and we trust our banks to synchronize their databases properly. Uh, the blockchain effectively gets rid of the bank and provides a kind of crowdsourced uh, peer-to-peer system that acts as the, the the bank. So you don't need two people, separate databases to agree with each other and to trust them and to have a middleman to do that in order to do the transaction. Because you know that... Hundreds of people across the world who are mining also, as part of that mining, are gulping up your transaction, adding it to the encryption so that you can't then backtrack it or forge it or, or rewind time. It's there. It's in the blockchain. So uh, it's, it's a kind of a... I'm a slightly simplifying analogy, but I hope it gives you at least some idea of what's going on. It's really a big, reliable, distributed financial transaction database that people are building. And the reward for building it is you get some value at it when you get a slot in it.
0: But but it doesn't have any reward outside of itself then?
1: Nor does any money.
0: But... I don't... I mean, yes, okay, so... No more or less than any money it 's basically people have agreed
1: we need to agree amongst ourselves how whether we 've transacted and whether we 've agreed to exchange goods and services or whatever uh, and rather than using the middleman at a bank to do so we 're going to use uh, our own technology to do so, and the early people who build the system are going to be rewarded with a with a position in it, and as other people then find the system is a useful way are validating transactions then of course your slot it's a bit like uh having real estate you know real estate can be worth nothing but if suddenly everybody wants to move into the area because it's a safe area suddenly your real estate is worth something you know if if you're in the middle of a dust bowl and you say oh this is my land and i'm going to put a fence around people will say what are you doing it's in the middle of a desert and then suddenly somebody has the idea of las vegas and you happen to have a patch on the strip oh it's worth something now. So it's worth when people find it useful for some bizarre reason that you can't imagine, why would anybody find it useful to partition bits of dust in this desert arbitrarily? Why would people find it useful to calculate this blockchain arbitrarily?
0: Okay, so we do you so are you saying you still don't know what this calculated blockchain arbitrarily will be, ever be useful for? We just don't know yet. It's already it's already being used. But it, it, itself, it's being used it's being used. It's being to use the, to, to validate transactions it's been in a, use for the to validate the transactions that are as a result of the thing it's, it certainly doesn't seem to have any broader use it's not like someone's saying oh well that's going to be useful for my no system. and and, and then I people the but
1: then people are prepared to say okay well i had one of the early positions on this we can swap so you can now have a part of uh, this this blockchain and it's similarly i mean what, what's the difference between that and fiat currency i mean really what's the difference
0: well, yeah, but then currency is a lot is a, is a is a nonsense itself. So
1: yeah, but why why are you suddenly finding one form of currency bizarre and the other form of currency god given? I don't understand. You know, I either find them both bizarre, or agree that they're both
0: just a product of a psychological agreement. I think when you take it back to gold, and you can say, "Well, I like this shiny thing. I want more."
1: Yeah, but that's irrelevant. We
0: haven't been on the gold. Yeah, I know, start I know. Before. But I'm saying at that point, I can understand. There, there's some sort of sense. But yes.
1: Well, it's but gold was not particularly useful as a commodity no, either. It's it, shiny. It was shiny, exactly. So, so all they were doing is saying, okay, it's rare, and there's something about it that I like. Well, you can say the same thing about uh, about about uh, Bitcoin. It's a rare solution to a complicated equation, and that, some this people point, like it. Ha- a person
0: like when it started
1: bitcoin is actually more like gold than it is like fiat yes, currency because absolutely. there are only a, a finite number of solutions and that's it
0: but so this is my point so you or i could have mined for bitcoin at the start right i'm bloody annoyed i didn't But i but. had a whole data center in 2008 if i had i would
1: this is not kind of uh, yeah, per, hyperbole it's literally i would be a multimillionaire now sure and it wouldn't have cost me anything because I already had uh, sunk costs in a data centre, all I'd have to do is while machines weren't busy, run that because uh, 10, 11 years ago we could have, uh, you know, any commodity computer could mine so yeah, I'm a bit annoyed about that, but there you go
0: So this is my point, so it, you could have for then, but now you can't
1: No, no so I can't So all you can
0: do now is buy it with other money
1: Well, can you mine for, can you mine for gold now?
0: Well, you can prospect on some level, but
1: exactly, it's it's not that easy, is it? No, and there are other cryptocurrencies that are are, are forming as well that used that have different benefits and uh, some solve save some problems that people claim uh, Bitcoin has and so on. So you know there there will be others, and I guess it'll be evolutionarily interesting to see which, if any, win.
0: Is the gamble now just to invest in every cryptocurrency you can find in the hope that one of them will be the next Bitcoin?
1: Um, I think the gamble was probably that about a year ago. I'm yeah. very annoyed. Somebody I know in the Quito world is also a brilliant uh, mathematician, and he started. He's the founder of Zcash, Zcash in America, which uh, I kind of. I was there when he was. At a conference, and he was kind of just typing the last bits of code to run it, and, and I now see it's been valued at millions and billions and so on. And I, at that point, I could have so easily have said, oh, give, give me a, give me a few Z caches or whatever they were. But even then, I just didn't believe it because, like you, I said, well, it's not gold or beads, is it?
0: I'm not saying that. I'm saying I don't understand.
1: Yeah, but so did I. And then I was a stupid idiot because I forgot there were, we're apes who have all sorts of superstitions,
0: as you well know. <laughs> Well, that's silly. I think Bitcoin is silly, and it's not allowed anymore.
1: Exactly. It's much better that it's much better that we just um, we our currency should be picture, imaginary pictures of the Queen. It's not even real that's pictures right. of the Queen anymore. Yes. Yeah. Most of the time.
0: The yeah. uh, although what is Bitcoin useful for at this point in terms of so Steam just stopped accepting it because it's impossible to price things for Bitcoin because the price fluctuates so fast.
1: Yeah, well... So what's uh, it
0: actually useful for at this point?
1: People, Some people do accept it in certain circumstances. I don't know. I guess we'll see.
0: <laughs> I genuinely don't know.
1: I don't know. It's, well, it's surely it's the...
0: just a, a, a grab. Well, it, it, surely it has to just be a very silly bubble of, and eventually everyone goes, oh, oh, it does. It's not worth it. Bitcoin
1: anything. itself may well be a bubble. Some of the things learnt in making Bitcoin and the blockchain probably won't be. that That's my okay. final... So there will be, it will change the way that the financial industry does stuff. uh, But Bitcoin itself, I don't know, probably, you're probably right. It probably won't be that interesting. It probably has some inherent flaws anyway about that. It's probably too finite. And so it's interesting that the people are just going to have to keep chopping up each coin into smaller and smaller pieces, effectively, Mm. as you can do. But there you go yeah but you don't have I mean I remember Victoria did say a few years ago oh, should I get some bitcoins or something well, apparently she didn't use it but she forgot to discuss it with me uh, And but then she ended up couldn't be bothered she probably should have because then they would have been worth like yesterday £16,000 per bitcoin rather than the like 20 quid that they were worth when she was thinking of getting them <sighs>
0: Would you sell them now or would you hold out for 20,000 and then 25,000?
1: No, no, my philosophy is uh, sell when as soon as people start talking about the bubble, sell.
0: Yes, that makes a lot of sense.
1: Yeah. Um, because uh, as, it, because I, I, Another I, thing I'm really annoyed about, um, I told my parents to buy lots of Microsoft shares just before Windows 95 came out. Oh, yeah. Uh, if they'd have bought them, again, they'd be millionaires today, if they'd have spent uh, several thousand on them. Similarly, I told somebody, I told I said to my boss at uh, at Westminster School at the time, just before Apple was about to go bankrupt, and then Bill Gates f- flew in to save them in, like, 97, I said to my boss, oh, you should probably buy some Apple shares now. Didn't bother. If he had, if he'd made a huge amount of money. I've told people at the beginning of Google, when, when Google floated, oh, you should probably get some, even though they seem a bit expensive, it's worthwhile. Nobody ever listens to my. Have you ever of thought? Life. Have
0: you ever thought of listening to you?
1: No, because buying shares just seems a bit of a palaver, doesn't it?
0: <laughs> I don't understand how. I don't want to.
1: Well, exactly, and because of that, I've genuinely, you know, the number of times I've missed making huge amounts of money because I'm too, because I don't believe in all this nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy, isn't it? Should we say goodbye and merry
0: Crimble to all our listeners? Can can Father Christmas say goodbye?
1: Well, he can laugh in a in yes. a slightly jolly way. Do you want him to do that? Yes,
0: please. Okay. <laughs> what are you hoping he's going to bring you for Christmas?
1: Um, I'm hoping that.
0: Ho, 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 oh dear! That's the in the centre here. A oh, very merry Christmas.
1: Poor Santa has emphysema. And
0: the happiest New Year! Ho, ho, oh! Well, that's what sounds- you get for smoking 60 a day for 10,000 years.
1: <laughs> Santa sounds very, very, very ill,
0: doesn't Does it? Does not sound good.
1: No. Well, well, actually, he may be good unless the um, rumours uh, about him they're, are I think we're true.
0: beyond rumours at this point. Let's start listening to the victims. <laughs> Me too. Exactly.
1: Okay, well, everybody, see you probably... Uh, I'll try and record another one, but John will be too lazy to do so, so I'll probably see you in the new year.
0: Do we have a cure? For for sexual assault in the same way that we cured paedophilia all those years ago, should we be leaving out cream teas for Santa? Is my question.
1: That's an interesting point. <clears throat> now the, uh, we we can muse that over over okay, the new year and to ponder new, over the holiday, our New Year resolution can be: what is the cure for sexual harassment?
0: There you go, easy peasy, right? Good. Well, well it is actually very easy—castration, probably—but nobody wants to do that. That's right. Everyone. Mm. That's a long-term ba- cure.
1: Bye-bye, you toxic masculine.
0: Bye, merry everythings.
1: Merry.